Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, a bit of shameless self-promotion. The Site Visibility has recently published the Ultimate Content Promotion Guide. It's their most comprehensive guide to date, and in it, they break down all the content marketing promotion tactics, tricks, and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide, plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free from Bitly, that's bit.ly slash ultimate hyphen content. Now, today I'm joined by Dar Mann, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and founder and CEO of LiveGlam.inc, or even LiveGlam Inc. Dar, how are you? Hey, I'm doing excellent. Thanks so much, Andy. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And you're down in sunny California, 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 (laughs) if I can say it right. I need to put my teeth in this morning, don't I? Yeah, I'm actually watching people sunbathe next to the pool as we speak. So it's a nice place to be right now. Well, I'm glad you told me that because I was going to come on to the weather. Obviously, it's very sunny down there. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's one of the most beautiful days. It feels like spring's really kicking in, even though in California, it feels like 365 days of summer. Yeah. I'm very jealous now. It's quite cold up here in Brighton. Um, we've had sun, but we've had a lot of wind. We've had one of these storms come over from America, and it's been very, Jeez. very blowy and windy. Anyway, um, yeah. less of the weather. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've been like a serial entrepreneur my entire life. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, you know, I was selling like um, CDs in high school by buying one of the first like CD burners. And then when I was in college, I started my first company, which was a mortgage company. And before I could even legally drink, um, I had three houses and a Lamborghini and was making more money than all of my professors. And then all of a sudden, you know, the real estate crisis of 2008 hit, I'd sort of lost everything. That was my first big experience with failure. Um, ended up getting into real estate and exotic car rentals and limousines, like sort of dabbling in a lot of different industries. 
until I stumbled, I stumbled upon the medical marijuana industry, which was like really, really growing in Oakland, California, which was sort of like the Silicon Valley of cannabis at the time. So I started the world's first franchise for medical marijuana superstores and was opening all over the country. Things were going great um, and then ran into a lot of legal problems. So once again, sort of lost everything, had started over as an entrepreneur, entered my 30, uh, entered, uh, celebrating my 30th birthday, completely broke uh, with probably about $600 left in my bank account Mm. um, and then used that to bootstrap my newest company, which is a beauty box subscription uh, for makeup. So I went from marijuana to makeup, and then I used that $600 to create. uh, We're now at $20 million a year in revenue uh, within just three years. Um, So yeah, it's been quite a journey. And then lately, I've been creating a lot of content to help inspire other people that are going through tough times and trying to live their best life on how to bounce back from failure and to overcome it. It's been quite a journey. (laughs) I was going to say, that's quite a story. So it's the... The the, the the classic because you often hear it don't you with entrepreneurs I started off as a kid sort of uh, like selling soda on a on other soda but your soda was <laughs> right. CDs by the sound of it yeah exactly it was right when CD burners had first come out a CD burner is like what you can use to copy CDs yeah and so I would go around like my high school and sell the newest CDs that I'd buy for twenty bucks. And, you know, sell 20 copies for $5 each. So, yeah, I thought I was making it big in high school, you know, but it's all about perspective. I was fascinated by the uh, medical marijuana um, story because uh, I, I don't know, a lot of our listeners are from America, but certainly in the UK, there's been a lot of news coverage recently about uh, medical marijuana. And uh, so is it, is it legal over there in California? Yes, totally legal. Um, like if you where I live, if you're walking down, like, let's say three blocks to go get something to eat, you'll probably run into at least five people smoking a joint outside. Right. Okay. Like You can smell it everywhere you walk. Uh, but yeah, it's a big industry here. Yeah. Sounds a bit like Brighton, actually. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'm going to have to check out Brighton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so it sounds like when you hit your 30s, things weren't going so well. I mean, are you happy to talk a bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So so what happened? Um, Yeah. So what happened is um, I ran into like when I was trying to scale the whole medical marijuana franchise, there was a lot of red tape, like just in general, the whole industry is still very much getting established. Um, And so I was trying to scale my business so quickly um, that I hadn't really nailed it down before I scaled it. Um, And we just ran into a lot of challenges. Um, And ultimately, I ended up having to sell the company for like a fraction of what it was worth. And I was starting all over. Um, I had celebrated my 30th birthday, like not even able to afford the drinks that I was having at the bar uh, that I was celebrating at. It was pretty embarrassing. Um, And I was living in this tiny, tiny 250 square foot apartment that I was sharing with a roommate. Um, And I was on the verge of having to move back in with my parents. And I come from an Indian household and in our culture, you know, that's one of the most embarrassing things for a middle aged guy to have to move back in with his parents. And so I'm basically at that stage of trying to figure out like any opportunity I can to stay back in Los Angeles. Uh, My parents were living in San Francisco. 
And I happened to be at this lunch one day um, and I met this beauty influencer who was traveling all over the world and teaching these master classes for makeup. She was giving these makeup seminars mm. and people were paying like $400, $500 a ticket and she was selling out in every country that she went to. And so I just floated the question. I said, hey, have, have you ever thought about taking the whole makeup school online? I'm sure you can reach a lot more people that way. And she looked at me and she said, no, actually, that's a great idea. I would love to do it, but I don't know how. And I just blurted, I can do it, even though I had no idea how. I knew absolutely <laughs> nothing about makeup. I had never started an internet business like in my entire life. But it's sort of like necessity becomes a mother of invention. And for whatever reason, she must have liked my energy or my confidence or whatever. And she said, all right, let's do it. And then four weeks later, we ended up launching an online makeup school that I've just been scaling ever since. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to come on to that next, actually, because your your earlier businesses, they were kind of pretty, if I'm not mistaken, they were pretty much sort of not that online, really, were they? I'm, I'm guessing but the 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 more recent one the uh the beauty business that is I was wondering if we could talk a bit more about that yeah definitely which aspect the um... yeah well it's specifically i mean you mentioned uh, how it got started and you also mentioned uh, amusingly but it's a, it's quite a common story that you didn't actually know how to you didn't know much about the beauty business i'm assuming you didn't know right. too much about putting things online either yeah, correct. And, you know, I think that's a uh, really one of the major skill sets any entrepreneur needs to have is just being able to roll with the punches and learn new things and adapt very quickly. Yeah. Like we pretty much rewrite our playbook almost every single month. A lot of people are like, what are your three year plans, or your five year plans? Like every month we're pretty much starting over because that's how quickly you have to learn how to adapt, especially with how short millennial and Gen Z attention span is. And so, you know, switching from sort of the brick and mortar uh, to online, uh, it was an interesting transition. Um, I realized right away that I liked online sales much better. Um, brick and mortar just requires a physical pre presence and having to be there all the time. Uh, with an online business, you know, I could work out of my living room or pretty much, you know, even as I travel, I could travel the whole world and be scaling a business just for my cell phone. Um, so yeah, I, I, the transition was an amazing one. And you know, what I, what I sort of knew right away, especially when I moved to Los Angeles, was the power of social media influence. I think that's what really shaped my worldview and helped me realize sort of where the big opportunities were. Like when you come to Los Angeles, you know, it's not the celebrities that have, uh, you know, celebrities obviously have a lot of clout, but really the new celebrity is the social media influencer. Like these people have millions of followers, they're getting hundreds of thousands of likes per photo and tens of thousands of comments. Anything they promote or put their name on like sells out within a matter of minutes. Um, and even, you know, if you go anywhere in LA, like you run into social media influencers that have big fan bases and they just have a lot of clout. So I knew right away I wanted to do something around social media influence. So that kind of laid the groundwork as to the transition to an online business. We've got, I would imagine we've got quite a lot of listeners, um, Da, who, who, who might be in that sort of transition phase. They might have a more traditional business. They're looking to put it online. Just thinking back to those early days when you were, when you were uh, getting your, your beauty business going, I mean, if, if, if one of those listeners came up to you and just said, oh, what are the main things I need to think about about moving this business online? What would you say to them? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, first, you got to make sure that, you know, the business itself makes sense as an online business. Um, for me, like I wanted to do something around subscription specifically. I just love the aspect of sort of being able to not having to hunt for your uh, for your meal every single month and having some sort of predictive revenue streams. Um, so there's so many tools that exist today to be able to create an online business. Like it's the easiest time than ever before with platforms, you know, like Shopify or WooCommerce that lets you power up a website literally within minutes. Mm. Um, so it's the easier than ever before. And there's so many experts, like pretty much anybody that you could hire that's graduating, you know, today knows how to create a website and start selling online. Um, so I would say right now, really foster the power of social media influence, because that's what's really the future that's driving marketing. Now, Dai, you mentioned about something that I think is very, very well. You, we all know it's very, very powerful, and that's the powerful uh, the, the, or the power of social media and influencers. What tips would you give our listeners who are, are looking to tap into that that maybe aren't doing it at the moment? Where's a good place to start? Yeah, definitely. And the first place to start is, you know, with your product itself. Certain products just don't make sense for social media influencers to promote. Um, so make sure that you've got a product offering that makes sense. And then second, start to think about who are the key influencers in your space, in your industry. Um, and, you know, usually it's people that you're already aware of. Um, and so start to follow those people, understand what they care about, and then approach it like just like you would to court your girlfriend or or a boyfriend uh, yeah. on Valentine's Day, like try to build long-term relationships and do things that, you know, understand what that person cares about and figure out where you could provide value for that person. Because the, that's what's going to ultimately be able to create the relationship. Like going back to the story of when I met the beauty influencer who was selling out all these makeup classes all over the world, I right away came up with the idea of, hey, I can create an online makeup school for you so you can reach a greater audience. Mm -hmm. So my pitch to her was that I can provide her with more value and be able to you know, increase her revenue and reach more students. So I, I get so many messages from people that are just like, hey, you know, I'd love to take you out for coffee or I'd love to pick your brain. Like I get so many of those messages, but as a social media influencer myself, it's like, okay, well, I get those, you know, those messages are a dime a dozen. What kind of value are you providing to me? Um, so if you focus on what you can do for that person, build a long-term relationship, and it's really about persistence. You know, social media influencers get so many opportunities all the time that if you think that you're just going to send one email or, you know, one direct message um, and all of a sudden you're going to close the deal, like that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, it's going to take a lot of persistence, a lot of patience, um, thinking long term to cultivate that relationship the right way. Uh, but if you do so, the opportunity is enormous. I mean, it's really helped my business scale. Um, you know, as a subscription, we've been able to add five to 10,000 new paying members within a 24 hour period just because of the right influencer activation that we've done. Um, so if you can pull it off, the opportunity is incredible. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about um, mental attitude. Because you mentioned this earlier, you mentioned that when you, in the early days of, of, of uh, live glam, and I'm sure this is also very relevant to the when you went through your your, your harder times. What 
what sort of what would you say to someone that's experiencing kind of uh, a lot of um, sort of difficult times, a lot of failure? What would what would you say to them? Yeah, definitely. You know, I've experienced more failure than probably uh, just about anyone else out there. Um, and so, had I known, like when I was going through my darkest moments, probably right around my thirtieth birthday, when I literally lost everything. You know, I was starting over. There were so many other dark things that I was going through. Um, but had I known that I was about to find this huge opportunity right around the corner, like literally within a matter of you know, a day, my life totally changed and transformed. So first and foremost, like keep your head up because seriously, opportunity can come when you least expect it. And usually when your back is against the wall, that's just setting up for your comeback. And so, you know, first, don't ever let yourself get discouraged by failure. A lot of people succeed later on in life. Um, and we just put this immense pressure on ourselves. Like we've got to, you know, succeed today. We've got to make it big today. I've got to yeah. come up with that big idea. But in reality, sometimes that takes time in order to achieve success. Some of the world's most successful people didn't achieve success until their 40s or 50s or even 60s. And then the two points that really helped me that became sort of a mantra for me when I was going through a tough time and trying to rebuild was number one, stay laser focused. And number two, never give up. And the reason I say stay laser focused is as an entrepreneur, you're going to get so many ideas and opportunities that are being thrown at you constantly. And if you keep chasing every single one, then it's you know like that quote that Confucius says, the man that chases two rabbits catches neither one. Yeah. And so if you focus on just catching one rabbit, you know, successfully catch it, then go after the second one. So focus on one opportunity and second, keep going. Like taking punches comes with just the path of being an entrepreneur. That's what you're signing up for. And there's so many times that in my life I felt defeated, like this was the end. I'm never going to bounce back. And then little did I know that some of my best days were right around the corner. So as discouraged as you feel, as much as you feel like giving up, um, just know that you know better times are ahead. And most people don't reach their goals because they give up too soon. That's motivational stuff. Can we talk a little bit about, because you mentioned that more recently you've been making a lot of content and I'm assuming that, is that just video content or will you be making other content as well? Yeah, primarily video content. I do have some written blogs as well, but I just feel like the power of video is where is where people's attention span is right now. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. What was the motivation behind that? It's really just learning from my own failures and being able to inspire others with my story. So in the beginning, I just felt like, man, I'm such a failure. I can't believe that I'm going through all these tough times. What an embarrassment. I'm 30 years old. And, you know, look at I've accomplished nothing with my life. And then later I realized that because I experienced all those struggles, all those failures, it actually just made for a more interesting story today and helps me connect with people more because they're also experiencing stuff that I went through. So, you know, I just realized that your struggle today becomes your story tomorrow. Yeah. And so I started putting out videos about eight months ago to just show real situations that people go through and giving advice. And I've been able to get over, I, I think I just reached 500 million views. Um, and my videos have been shared over 4 million times uh, within less than a year. That's fantastic. And uh, we'll put some links in the show notes so you can see those. Well, Dar, thanks so much for coming on. Um, how can our listeners find out more about you and more about Live Glam? 
Yeah, exactly. If you just look me up, Darman, D-H-A-R-M-A-N-N, right away, um, you can see my story and links to my social media. And LiveLem is on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's L-I-V-E-G-L-A-M. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. That would be good. Uh, questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Remember, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. That's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Dar. Thank you so much, Andy. Really appreciate you having me on the show. And thanks for coming on, Dar. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Internet Marketing.